Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Adam Markham, and I am joined in the Sode Shack by my boy, Johnny the Greek. Johnny, how are we this evening? Fantastic, my friend. Another season is upon us. How are you? What's new? What's happening? Doing great. Doing wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's finally here. You know, we had ourselves a nice little fun opener last night. It wasn't a very close game, but um, a lot of storylines that we came away from um came away with from it so yeah i mean it, it's um it's it's nice to have it back man what did you think of the game last night uh not not super surprised it, it felt like we kind of picked back up with some of the stuff we saw last year with the rams like not being able to get that other receiver going um and you know they just caught fire during the playoffs but we saw a lot of the same stuff that happened last night happen to them in the regular season last year and looking at just some of the snap stuff here like the Rams defense hasn't changed either. Von Miller only played half the snaps. They're still rotating the hell out of everything. So it's, it's like we've continued last season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a, um, it was an interesting game. I mean, the Rams, you don't want to overreact too much from it because I do think the bills are probably, I mean, they're probably the favorite out of the AFC and that team is so good. You know, they were, they were great last year. And then when you add Von Miller to that defense, Greg Rousseau's second year, um, yeah, I mean, big things can happen. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of weird. I don't want to overreact, but I do think that I think that Rams fans are probably a little worried. I mean, that team outside of Cup and Stafford, I mean, the running back game that looks terrible. The offensive mm. line is worse. I mean, are they going to get a Rob going? I mean, outside of a Rob and, and Cup, you know, I mean, they don't have a lot of really nice options. Uh, and then, you know, they lose, they lose Von Miller. You bring in a 32 year old Bobby Wagner, who definitely looks 32. I mean, that team is, you know, they have stars, Jalen Ramsey, another one of their stars that just got burnt all night long. I mean, they have, they have stars, but that team is not deep and that team is aging. Uh, and if something's also something's up with Stafford's elbow, I mean, just, you know. Oh yeah. You could tell over. he's making making some bad throws yesterday. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, they're all just coming back to try and defend their title. It's not going to be them. I, I feel like the Bucks are coming out of the NFC, like for sure. Assuming that Giselle takes uh, Brady back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely on the uh, Brady and Giselle watch and that's the most important storyline that we got going on. So I'm yes. with you. I actually had the Bucks and Bills, I think is my Super Bowl um, matchup that I think happens. So, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. Let's go ahead and get into this this game, this Bills Rams recap. Uh, let's start with the boy Bobby Wagner. So he played 100 percent of snaps last night. He posted seven tackles, a sack, a QB hit. That was good for 18.1 points in Big Three scoring. He had an overall PFF rate of 72.5. Ernest Jones, the big topic on Twitter today. He played 58 percent of the snaps, but very nice game, seven tackles, one forced fumble, and he had the highest uh, PFF grade by anyone on either defense, 91.2 PFF grade. Um, again, though, 58% of the snaps. So, I mean, uh, what it's, do you think about Ernest Jones? He's, he's Jermaine Pratt, just minus a few snaps. That's 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 what he is, and there, there's value in that, right? Especially in the leagues we play in that are dark, degenerate, and ridiculous. You're going to need guys like that. So 
yeah, I've, I've got no problem with that. I just wouldn't put them in as my LB, like one or two. That's all. Yeah, exactly. And not a lot of, I don't know, just usage victory lapping on this guy. Like, I, I don't know if people think this guy was drafted as like a top two or three linebacker, but he wasn't. He was uh, someone you could get as your LB four or five. He still has tremendous upside. I mean, there's no better handcuff in IDP than Ernest Jones. And either way, uh, 59%, 58% of the staff, that could be, that could be, that could be one of his, his, you know, worst games of the year as far as snaps go. He could easily, what are we going to do next week when 80%, if he plays 80%, you know? I mean, that, that Ram defense sucks. They couldn't get a stop, dude. They're getting old. Like, I mean, Ernest Jones looks like one of their best defenders. I have, I, I feel like you can't, if you're the Rams, you can't watch that game and watch the impact Ernest Jones made when he was out there and be like, we need to not give that guy more snaps. He just, mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't see them. I don't see them going back, looking at the tape and, and, and thinking that, but um, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, you hate to see everyone, you know, it seemed like everyone just locked it in. Like Ernest Jones cannot get over 58% of the snaps the rest of the year, but. I think he should still keep an open mind. Again, he still has just tremendous value if something were to happen to Bobby Wagner. And even not, I mean, he's still going to soak up tackles when he's out there. I mean, I think the Jermaine Pratt, you know, comparison is great. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, just kind of annoying having to just see, just act like you've been there before, folks. We don't need, we don't need the victory lapping on anything. Well, well d- d- this crap happens every year, man. It's like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. There's 17 weeks of this plus a postseason. Like, you know, all these people that are all over this stuff right now are going to be quiet by week 12 when their fantasy team doesn't matter anymore and they've stopped paying attention. But we'll still be here because we're true degenerates and we'll have the titles at the end of the year. So marathon, not a sprint. Love it. Okay. Von, uh, Von Miller balled out despite only playing 52 percent in the snaps he put up four pressures on 26 pass rush snaps converted two of those pressures to sacks so he had a 89.8 overall pff grade he was the highest score in the game with 29.7 i think you're gonna also see a lot of people say that uh von miller is a sell now because of, he got the two sacks uh <laughs> he's he's you, not you look great you know, he looked great. That that move he made where he like the second sack where he juked and went around and up and over. Like he he still got it, man. I know he's older, but whatever. Like he looked good. He looked amazing. And that and that 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 Buffalo defense already was amazing before they added him, you know? So yes. I mean, I don't think the if he plays fifty percent of snaps, who cares? It's Von Miller there. I mean, you're you got a really good shot at him getting a sack every single week. And also He's a D end now in most of your leagues. Before he was a linebacker, you never were able to play this dude in NFL. But he's a defensive end now. I mean, the, the ADP was always in the best balls we did. I was looking at today. He was basically like in that LB. I'm sorry, he was in that DL twenty to twenty six range. I mean, that's a massive value. So, I mean, there's no sense in selling a guy like that just because they start off hot. Doesn't mean oh, you should cash out now. For one, what's someone going to give you in a dynasty league for Von Miller? More than <laughs> a third. Yeah, no, right. yep. no. So you just ride that dude out in the sunset, man. I mean, he's he's you got the value on him. Just enjoy your 12 to 14 sacks and shut 
the F up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Greg Rousseau, he had another, he had a, a really good game as well. Uh, four tackles, a sack, two QB hits, pass defended. That was good for 21.7 points in big three scoring. He had three pressures on 35 pass rush snaps. Played 67% of the snaps, posted a 74.2 PFF grade. So we love to see that start there for Russo. But I mean, everyone, everyone on that front was balling. Mm. Um, they all had great games. We'll get to some of the other ones. Saw another solid game for Ram Milano. He likely drafted this guy as your LB3 or four. He played 99% of the snaps and he posted seven tackles. Uh, that only translated to 7.75 fantasy points, but whatever. That's a, that's a, that's a solid outing. Um, Posted a 71.2 overall PFF grade. Tremaine played 99%, put up 10 tackles for 11 points. 66.6 overall PFF grade for Tremaine, so I'm pretty sure he's going to hell. <laughs> um, Jordan Phillips put up six pressures and one and a half sacks last night. Johnny, are you blowing all your fab on this guy? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember him his first stint on the Bills and then on the Cardinals and back on the Bills. He got lucky. Everyone was getting sacks yesterday. It's no, yeah. it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's another note you should take away from that game. Uh, the Rams offensive line may be pretty bad, may be a great matchup for any of your edge rushers this year when they're playing them. Um, all right. AJ Epinesa, another guy that played well, 54% of snaps, posted two tackles and one and a half sacks. That was good for 21 and a half points. Boogie Basham, 39% of the snaps. He put up a sack, two tackles. That was good for 23.6 points. So both these guys, I think, you know, obviously should be owned in Dynasty. And you need to be on your radar on redraft. I mean, if there's an injury to Rousseau, if there's an injury to Von Miller, I mean, these guys are going to um, step right in and be very productive. Ed Oliver, he got banged up and he left after 17 snaps. I don't think he ever returned to the game. Um, oh, he came back in for a play or two, and then they just took him right back out. Yeah. Okay. So something to monitor. That's that's a that's a shame. I was I'm hoping for big things from Ed Oliver this year. Um, Jordan Fuller, he played only 30 percent of the snaps. That's probably a surprise to a lot of people out there. Nick Scott played 88 percent in his place. Now. Our boy IDP, IDP Bob, I think there may be some injury issues going on with Jordan Fuller. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how confident you want to be in, in Scott the rest of the season. That's something that we'll be definitely monitoring week to week. But yeah, well, that, that um, safety that safety was core was a mess last year, too. I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm going yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those teams that you just don't need to target. Like, I, I'm, I don't have any Ram safeties. I never have. Been. Yep. Big same. That. Yeah. And, and then just real quick on the flip side, Bill's safeties. I got to, you know, I don't know if Macri put it out yet, but I'll look at some point. Um, what was, you know, the alignments and where the, where the snaps were for Hyde and Poyer because Poyer literally saved himself with that pick. Other than that, yeah. we were, we were toast, man. Two tackles is not going to get it done for a guy that's been a top 12 safety for a decade. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure he was playing deep like the majority of the game, which was, which was kind of yep. odd, but yeah, you're right, man. I, um, I had the, I had the decision to start him or Jordan Whitehead or Harrison Smith. And I benched Jordan Poyer just because I mean, the other options were just too good, but yeah, I, I worry that Jordan Poyer could, um, 
if he is going to be playing that deep role, it could be a, a down year for him, which is something we haven't seen in five years. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. So just keep an eye on that. Yep. Okay. Uh, Aaron Donald. I mean, he was Aaron Donald. He, you know, did his thing. That's someone that never is going to come out of your lineup. Um, yep. All the, all the corner streams are right, by the way, four for four. You're, you're, you're welcome. That's what he does, folks. He is the best in the game. Uh, and John is going to give us tons of good quarter information tonight. So, I guess let's just get right into a baby boy. Um, Ravens versus the Jets. The Ravens mm-hmm. are favored by six and a mm-hmm. half over yeah. under 44. I'm not really starting a lot of Ravens. I don't have a lot of those guys rostered. I mean, out the ones I'm starting, it'll be Adolfi Owe, Patrick Queen maybe as a LB3, and then Marlon Humphrey. Yep. Um, Peters what about too. you? Yeah, Peters. Peters, Peters and Humphrey, because the Jets, especially with a backup quarterback, are going to be in a negative game script at some point. And Peters and Humphrey are two guys that could turn that into like a pick six, like realistically. Uh, so, yeah, those two are great. Uh, you're right. Queen is like an LB three, four, but that's it. I want mostly Jets in this game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Jets, we're going to be starting, obviously, CJ Mosley, obviously, Jordan Whitehead. The line is a little... I, it's one of those things where I don't know that I'm I'm anxious to put any of those guys in the lineup yet. Just we haven't really seen how the rotation is going to look. But I mean, Carl Lawson, you can do worse than him. Um, it's a Quinn and Wake for sure. With with how much the Ravens run, oh baby, it's a Quinn and Wake. Yep, Quinn and Williams for sure. Yes, he's a great option. Near and I mean, really any of your leagues, I think uh, he can, he's even useful on sleeper. I like Quinn and Williams a lot this year to bounce back. Um, We'll see with Quincy Williams. I'm not telling anyone to go out there and put him in, his line, in, in the lineups, obviously. Um, Quan Alexander, same thing. Um, I'm not really touching anyone else outside of that. I mean, is, is there any corners that you're focused on? for the? Oh, no. I do, I do love DJ Reed, but I mean, this isn't the best matchup for DJ Reed. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Not this matchup, though. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens may not even have to pass that much to just annihilate these guys this week. So um, we'll see how that pans out and i the last thing i saw on quincy was the jets beat writer like a couple weeks ago saying that it was quincy with Quan playing some sam but god knows what's changed since then and it's it's Quan alexander why would you not play Quan alexander when when you got quincy williams as your other option that seems like a no-brainer and that's gonna switch at some point <laughs> yeah i think so too and i mean plus you got his former defensive coordinator there. Well, I mean, it's now as the head coach, but I mean, that was, uh, that head coach was DC in, in uh, San Francisco for a little bit. So yeah, I, I like that to eventually switch at some point. <laughs> Quincy's always been a very bad grader to, you know, for PFF. Uh, I didn't even mention Kyle Hamilton. I think it's a little too early to, to trust Kyle Hamilton. He looked pretty bad in the preseason, had a 59.6 overall PFF grade. Uh, he missed three tackles on not a lot of uh, opportunity. So um, he's learning. Don't freak out. He'll be fine. But you know, they, they do have quality safety. There's Chuck Clark is, is a solid safety. Um, Oh, you're not going to go, with, you're not going to go with the nickname for him. Cuck Clark. Yes. He will be getting <laughs> cucked at some point, but, <laughs> but we're just not trusting. There's not going to, we're not going to trust probably any rookies yet. Uh, I don't think there's any that I'm going to be, maybe, maybe there'll be a few, maybe, I'll, yeah, maybe, maybe Devin Clay Lloyd. Walker. Devin yeah, Wood, of course. Hutchinson, um, yeah. Brisker. I mean, there's a couple. There's a few. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, I think you need to be very hesitant before putting those guys in the lineup. Um, yeah. All right. So moving on, Eagles versus the Lions. Eagles are favored by four and a half over under 48 and a half. 
Uh, the Lions have a lot of injuries on their line, so this could be a very big week for Philly's pass rushers. Uh, starts for the Eagles, TJ Edwards wearing the green dot. I feel good about him. Josh Sweat, Hassan Reddick, like I mentioned, that line could be an issue for Detroit, so I think they're both solid DL2-3 types. Um, Javon Hargraves, a great option inside always. Um, what to watch for? Really interested in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's usage. I love that addition there for for the Eagles. Um, I, I think they're going to probably play him at safety, which I think will be great for his value. I think he'll be the guy playing primarily in the in the box and stuff. And plus, that dude is just one of the most fun players in the league to watch. He's absolute dog. Uh, Kaiser White. <laughs> I'm going to wait on Kaiser White. I think. I mean, I, I do like Kaiser White. I do think he's a fine start, but I hope I have better options. You know, if you're if you're in a league where you start. Three or four linebackers, yes. I think you're going to start Kaiser White. If it's if you're starting one or two, eh, I, I kind of like him as LB three four type. Nicobe Dean again, another wait and see, but that's someone that could easily take over by the end of the year. Yeah, um, yeah, Lions, yeah. There's Lions. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there's a lot of people that think Dean's starting immediately week one. I've got three or four leagues where guys against me this week have Dean locked and loaded as a like a linebacker one or two. They're not going to have a good time with that. You got to wait and see guys. And uh, I'm with you on the Chauncey Gardner Johnson thing too. Like the Eagles haven't had a good safety IDP wise in a minute. This could be great. Yes, man. Everyone needs to get out there and and check the waivers just to make sure. But I mean, this, he could be listed as a cornerback. That could just pay off huge for you. Um, Lions. I'm starting again. Not a lot to pull from Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. I'm going to, you know, I'd give him a go as a DL two. Um, Tracy Walker, always a solid option. I'm going to wait and see on Malcolm Rodriguez. I know he's got a lot of hype this off season, but we're going to wait. Um, Alex Anzalone, hopefully I have better options than him. <laughs> I mean, that's that you're in, you're in a bad spot. I think if you're, if you're having to rely on him, uh, mm-hmm. but he'll get you, he'll get you, you know, probably seven, eight tackles this week, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Charles Harris, we'll see what he can, you know, do as a follow-up this year. I, I think he's okay. I mean, he's like a, he's a fine you know, depth piece for you, but you're probably not going to be one to start them. Um, who else? Anyone else I'm missing on this team, Johnny? No. Charles Harris, might, does he a DL in Sleeper? Is he a combo guy? Yeah, he is that in there. I'd do that. I'd be okay with that. And um, this is like uh, for corners, like Akuda, Bradbury, um, Slay. This is like a medium to deeper corner stream. This is not locked and loaded. This is not... Uh, Chiefs Cardinals <laughs> you know what I mean um, so just be careful with that deeper leagues only for those guys yes love it sir uh, I just realized I was I don't think I'm recording on the board but that's okay I think we got the audio and stream yard <laughs> so, we, we do that's that's yes yeah you can download after you're good okay all right um, Coats versus the Texans the Coats are favored by seven um, over under of 46. Uh, so Darius Leonard, he is out for this week. So you can confidently fire up Bobby O. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zaire Franklin, also another option for you now. Chance to be very productive. Um, other players I'd be fine starting for the Colts. DeForest Buckner, Nick Cross. Yep. I think he's a solid safety too, with based on the usage we saw preseason. Uh, and also got great and extremely low. I think he was like an 89.8. Kenny Moore, one of the best corner options in the league. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe and Quidipay, also solid two, uh, also solid defensive end, two or three options. Um, 
Are you starting? Do you have any Yannick or Quiddy Pay? You you feel yeah. good about it either? Oh, are, yeah. Come on, I'm in the same kind of degenerate leagues you are. Yeah. So yeah, I I do feel good about that. Uh, Texans are going to be in a negative game script for sure. Minus seven is not a big enough number for this game. Co- Coats are going to kill them. I feel like. Um, yeah, so pass rush will be early and often. Uh, I'm good with either of those guys. Kenny Moore should be fine, despite this not being like the greatest uh, setup on the on planet Earth. You know what I mean? It's Davis Mills, but uh, it's Kenny Moore. He'll be fine. So I'm with you on all these guys. They look good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you kind of covered most of them. Texans. I start Jonathan Grenard. I think yep. he's a he's a great one. Christian Kirksey. Are, do you have an opinion on the linebackers there? Does, is Kirksey the guy you want? Camu Grugier yeah. Hill. Yeah, it's Kirksey for three weeks until he shatters into a million pieces. It's it's <laughs> it's it's Bruger Hill for now until he gets displaced and replaced by someone in a month, and uh, we'll reevaluate at that point. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true, man. Uh, Jalen Petrie. He's another guy. I mean, I think that we. We like him a lot for, for this year, but we just want to wait and see. Jerry Hughes, another guy that, I mean, he seems like he's going to be getting a decent amount of playing time. And he's, pressure-wise, he was still pretty good last year. So um, if if the snaps do bump up, I mean, that's someone that can be a nice little option for you if you're ever a pinch. So I think you should keep him on the radar. Uh, moving along to the 49ers versus the Bears. The Niners are favored by seven. Over under a 40 and a half. Things I'm watching for, I'm going to be watching for the Greenlaw versus Z splits. What will San Fran have uh, at safety? And then will they be viable for IDP? Because that's usually a pretty rare thing. Um, I'm really only trusting in Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. I mean, maybe Eric Armstead, if he's listed as a defensive tackle. Um, Traverius Ward, I guess. And, you know, if you're in. Quarter, yeah, he's a nice much, quarterback with a not yeah, a great option, deep, right? Deep, deeper, because still the other half of that equation is Justin Fields would have to complete passes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's um, I don't know. We'll see what that Bears team looks like. A lot of lot of people really confident in Darnell Mooney this year, but that could be just a that could be a train wreck. Mm. Uh, Bears, I'm starting. Roquan Smith, obviously. Ooh, None. this is this is like the greatest Roquan Smith game in the history of Roquan Smith games. The 49ers <laughs> are going to run, run the ball like 50 times. <laughs> yeah, you're, very true. So, I mean, also Nicholas Morrow, I think that makes him a great start as well. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Quinn, I know he's been dealing with some injuries. I, I haven't checked the news. I think he's fine to go. Um, guys, I'm going to keep on the radar. Travis Gibson, Alquad uh, in Muhammad, and then... Jaquan Brisker, I mean, if you feel, you know, confident to start him, if your safety room isn't the best, I mean, you can do a lot worse there. I think he's a fine, you know, safety 18 to 24 type option for you. So I'm okay with the start there. What about you, Johnny? Anyone else I'm missing on that Bears team? No, not really. Uh, Quinn's fine. I just checked. Um yeah, no, uh, Morrow and, and Roquan look great. Robert Quinn, uh, I mean, he's not going to have 18 and a half sacks, but he'll probably get you 10, 12. Uh, I, I, I don't know a lot about this Travis Gibson guy, but a lot of our favorite people like him, so I'm in. And uh, yeah, Brisker should get the start. So, yep, those all look good. Uh, and I'm not starting any Bears corners. Uh, I just feel like the Niners aren't going to really need to have to pass this week. Yep, I agree. Um, Trey Lance. You have an opinion on Trey Lance? I, uh, I mean, be good. 
Yeah, it's an upgrade over Jimmy G. Probably, probably. I don't. I, don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. Jimmy G. took him to a Super Bowl in an NFC title game last year. Uh, and he's beautiful. I'd marry him. Yeah, he is still the hottest quarterback by far. So I mean, that counts for a whole lot in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelers versus the Bengals. Um, Cincinnati's favored by six and a half. Over under forty and a half. Um, Steelers. I'm starting. Obviously, Cam Hayward. Miles Jack, I think he's a solid LB two or three. Alex Highsmith, he's a fine, you know, defensive end two or three for you. Chris Wormley, he's kind of underrated, but he's going to have a much larger role um, yeah. with Stephon Tewitt being gone now. And he was good last year down the stretch filling in. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's really the only safety I'm looking at for, you know, the Steelers. We'll see if we'll see if he can repeat on the tackle numbers. I mean, that that was. That was insane for a guy playing that, you know, that deep, piling up as many tackles as he did. But Minka is one of the one of the better safeties in the league, so he's a playmaker. He can he can certainly re- repeat. Um, Bengals. I'm going to start Logan Wilson, Trey Hendrickson, Von Bell, Jesse Bates, and Sam Hubbard. I guess if I have to, that's one of those guys that I, I never target in my drafts. Um, guys, I'm keeping on the radar: Jermaine Pratt. Joseph Asai. Anyone else? Yeah. Any corners? Yeah, Cam, Cam Sutton uh, this week, definitely. Levi Wallace in deeper leagues. Uh, Bengals, I mean, you know, their offensive line improved. That was their glaring weakness, and uh, their their passing attack is unreal. So, yep, those are two good options. For the reverse, though, besides Wouzier, I'm probably not touching this. I don't I don't think uh, Steelers' pass attack is going to be that great. Um, yeah, I'm with you on the rest and Sam Hubbard, his, his value is those leagues where they don't really like value sacks as high as we do. You know what I mean? Like we value it. Like you get a sack, like, there you go. Your week's all set. You've done what you're supposed to do. Um, you know, I'm in a bunch of leagues that they don't do it like that. Uh, you know, and he gets those tackles. So he gets you 60, 65 tackles a year. That's not bad for a defensive end. Yeah. Um, I'm not in a lot of leagues like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm a known Sam Hubbard hater. <laughs> All right. Saints versus the Falcons. Saints minus five and a half over under a 43. Honey Badger is questionable this game. He's dealing with some type of illness. Uh, Paulson Adebo is out with an ankle injury. So Saints are going to be starting. Demario Davis, Marcus Davenport, Marcus May. I think he's okay, even though he had the uh, legal <laughs> stuff going on. Wanted some guns. Pointed a gun yeah, at somebody. Yeah, waving guns around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um <laughs> Honey Badger, I guess I'm gonna start if he's if he's okay. I mean, you probably drafted that dude as your um as your safety too, hopefully. I know some he goes a lot higher because of his name, but hopefully that's mm. just your safety too. Uh and then guy for keeper on the radar that I don't really feel comfortable starting yet. P Warner. I do love P Warner this year. If if he can get eighty percent of the snaps, he's He's going to be a, a weekly starter for us. Um, Peyton Turner, you know, I want to see what he looks like in his second year. Didn't get a ton of opportunity last year. That may have been because of injury. But, um, you know, the Saints used a uh, a high draft pick on him. So would like to see something out of him. Falcons, um, I forgot to even fill them out here. So we'll just do this off the cuff. But, I mean, Michael Walker seems like a great play this week. He's wearing the green dot. You know, Deion Jones is, is on IR now. It seems like that's not a very healthy situation there. Um, yeah. Rashawn Evans, also at another fine start. He's very similar to Jermaine Pratt. Probably not going to see over 70% of the snaps, but 
could right. easily soak soak up some tackles out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's not a lot on the line. I guess Grady Jarrett, if you're in defensive tackle league, uh, we're gonna. I'm interested in Lorenzo Carter if you're in a you know on sleeper where he gets the DL tag. Um, he could. He's gonna get volume. Um, obviously interested in the rookies. I want to see what Ebiketti looks like. I want to see what D'Angelo Malone looks like if he gets any playing time. Um, probably not touching any of the safeties. Definitely not touching any safeties. I mean, your options are like with Eric Harris, Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins. Yeah. No thanks on any of that. I don't even know how that's going to shake out. Yep. Um, cornerback, though, we do have a really nice cornerback for Atlanta. Mm. Who else we got, Johnny? Yeah, A.J. Terrell. That, this is like, uh, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's pretty close because, you know, he he's excellent to begin with. And Jameis is back there throwing uh, Olav and hopefully Michael Thomas again. And, you know, uh, Jarvis later now, like. Yeah, this this could be a great AJ Terrell week, but uh, yeah, the Falcons don't have much else going on beyond him. <laughs> no, no, I um, yeah, that's gonna be an interesting team to follow this year. They got a lot going on, man. I, I don't I don't know what to think of uh, the quarterback situation, the the defense. I mean, they could be pretty bad, but I think that's a team that needs to bottom out and just get a quarterback because you have, I mean, you have just such potential there with with the pits and drake london led offense you just need a you just need a quarterback you can trust i don't think that it's in that room right now but um moving on to the next game we have the pats versus the dolphins the pats are favored by no i'm sorry the dolphins are favored by three and a half in this one over under a 46 and a half pats i'm starting i mean kyle duggar i guess yeah. Uh, that is that really it? Does, I mean, yeah. So I, I'm starting Barmore. Uh, I, I believe. I believe. Well, I mean, not as my DT one or anything, but yeah, yeah. I, you know, DT two, three, sure. Uh, Phillips ugh, I, with with Gerbil going there. Gerbil. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That muddies the waters for everyone except McCordy and Duggar. I feel like because uh, you know how Belichick rolls. They're gonna have two, three, four safeties get a bunch of snaps this week, and it's going to be a mess like it always is. Um, Bentley, yeah, I mean, LB4 in deeper leagues, and it's not going to be consistent, the playing time or the production, but it's a coin flip that you get a good game. So if you need that, fire away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you have to start a linebacker there, I guess that's that's the leading candidate for sure. Uh, Dolphins, they have a lot better options. I'll I'll take the shot on Jalen Phillips. I'm I'm not scared at all. Um, Christian Wilkins, excellent option. Um, Emmanuel Ogba, Jerome Baker's a fine LB three. Love Brandon Jones this year and uh, Javon Hollins. Even though the usage is is probably not ideal, he's he's a playmaker type. He was. It doesn't really seem to matter with him. Um, yeah. And then guys on the radar, Channing Tindall. I'm excited to see you know when they use him, how he looks. Um, I think he could be a great pick there for Miami. Anyone else I'm missing? Any corner? Oh, I mean, Xavier Howard. He's, yeah, you know. that, that's it. By, Byron Jones is banged up. I don't think he's playing this week. And it's, you know, it's the Patriots, not the not the greatest show on turf this week. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's probably going to be one of those splash play dependent Xavier Howard weeks, but he can do it. He's more than capable of doing that. So, yeah. Yep, that's what he do. Um Browns versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is a pick. This is a pick. Over under 42. Um, Browns, I mean, yeah, you're starting Miles Garrett. 
Um, if you're in a deep league where you start four defensive linemen, maybe you're starting Jadavia and Clowney. Um, linebacker wise, you're starting JOK. I oh, think yeah. Anthony, Wa- Anthony Walker is okay if you're in a you know a league where you start four linebackers. He can be a fourth for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the safety situation, I'm going to wait and see how it plays out. Um, yeah, it's muddy. Then, cool. It's it's muddy. Yeah. I mean, what Waller like is pretty sure that it's going to be Grant Delpit and John Johnson. Um, but I don't know. Ronnie Harrison was the guy last year, so it has that happened. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Corner-wise, I mean, Denzel Ward's always a great option. I don't know if this is the best matchup for him. Although Baker may be wanting to just uh, throw yeah. the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'd play Denzel, but that's probably it out of those guys, yeah. Yeah, Denzel's going to be a guy that probably shouldn't leave your your lineup ever. I mean, he's a he's a top-12 cornerback just because he's, he's an actual good one. He has really big play upside mm-hmm. week to week. Um, on Carolina, yeah, you're definitely starting Brian Burns. I mean, yeah. I think you're you're – Probably not in a spot where you got to start Gross Matos, but he's someone that should be on your radar in redraft. He's going to get a much larger opportunity this year. Uh, Linebacker-wise, you're definitely starting Shaq Thompson. Um, Always. Jeremy, Jeremy Chen, Xavier Woods, which that's been a, that's, that's been a revelation this, this preseason with the usage there at, at safety. Xavier Woods is the guy playing more of the box role, and Jeremy Chen's playing deep. So that's not what we want to see for IDP, but... Like we've been harping on all offseason, Jeremy Chin, one of the most overrated IDP assets going right now. Um, so I'm also curious about the um, that second linebacker there in Carolina. I mean, they oh, got yeah. they, they brought in Corey Littleton. Uh, you got what Damian Wilson there. I mean, it's we're probably mm-hmm. not we're probably not going to be me and Johnny aren't going to be playing these guys. But I mean, nope. We'll um we'll see if they even use that second linebacker. I mean, they typically haven't. I don't think re- really even leaned on a second linebacker there. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It was I, I can't even remember the guy's name. It was so bad last year, but it, it was like tapped out at like fifty, sixty percent of snaps, and that yeah. was like a a good week. And there were only a few good weeks. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think we're gonna have to worry about that there, but um. Interior wise, I mean, I guess we still want to see Derek Brown take another step. He hasn't really been relevant for us yet, but you know, sometimes those those inside guys take a little bit of time to develop. Um, oh, J J C Horn's back, and uh, oh, nice. Yeah, everyone forgot about that. So he's he's basically free. Dante Jackson's okay too. Um, mm-hmm. So there you go. A couple a couple like maybe deeper league options for you there. All right, Jags versus the Commanders. Um, the commanders are favored by two and a half over under 44. Cam Curl is out for this game. Um, who Who is going to fill in for Curl? Have they, have you seen anything on that? I haven't even checked. I mean, I could, I could bring it up, but it's going to be a guess. I feel like last year it was Jeremy Reeves. I think I started him in a few spots, like in the playoffs. Um, and he's a, if that's going to be him, he's a fine little thumper type. I mean, he, he can do a lot worse, but if you can pin down who that's going to be and who's going to take his spot, I mean, that should be a very productive role for whoever gets it. So um, the the commanders I'm starting, though, it's going to be Cole Holcomb, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat. That's really it. A Kendall Fuller for a cornerback. Um, but that's that's about where I stop. On the radar, I'm, I'm going to definitely be interested to see what Jamin Davis does this week, how they use him. Uh, and Jerome Payne, I guess, if you're in a pinch, you know, on a defensive tackle, Required league, you could do worse than him. Um, 
would you you find anything on on the uh, replacement, Johnny? Yeah, it's it's loading. It's certainly taking its time. Uh, okay, here we go. It's uh it's coming up here. So is either Derek Forrest, whoever the hell that is, Percy Butler or Jeremy Reeves? They currently they've got Jeremy Reeves as the third option with Derek. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So just don't uh, just stay away from that, folks. Know. Just wait wait till Cameron Crow comes back and uh, just find something else there. Don't worry about that. Yeah, right. that that uh, that, J- that feels like one of those you put. Oh, you got so yeah. It's it, sorry that website cut me off for a second. Yeah, that feels like one of those situations where you put the wrong guy in and you eat a zero. <laughs> so just I wouldn't mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> don't get cute. I mean, it's like the playoffs. You know, don't get cute. This to start it out just. Play your safe options. Um, yep. The Jaguars are going to be starting in this matchup. Josh Allen, of course. Foye Oluokan. Uh, Devin Lloyd. I can get behind Trayvon Walker, too. I mean, I, he looked great in the preseason. He's 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 uh, He was able to get home on a quarterback a, a couple times, I think. So, um, Trayvon Walker is probably going to be one of those guys that ends up being really good. I know a lot of people were worried about him. Didn't like the pick the Jags made. But, I mean, man, the guy checks a lot of boxes that we like. Um, as far as profiles go, uh, and he he's looking good early on. So, um, yeah, I'm okay. You know, if you're in a pinch, he's an option on the radar. Um, Andre Cisco. Oh, I guess, and also, I mean, they're it, they are playing Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> you know, Carson Wentz is one of the biggest dummies in the league. <laughs> on the radar, I'm gonna I'm be curious about Andre Cisco. See what he looks like. Uh, Chad Muma, if he gets any playing time, and then Rayshon Jenkins, I guess if you, you know, if you maybe need a safety that's going to be getting box snaps, he's, well, he's one. Yeah, Cis- Cisco's locked and loaded. Everything I've read said that he was with the ones all through training camp. He looked really good. Uh, he's made a lot of improvement. He's the like locked in starter. Um, and none of the sites have caught up to that. They're projecting him at like four points or something. I've seen that a couple of times. Um, yeah. yeah yeah he needs to be on the radar you're probably not starting him but i mean you know if you're now might be the time to pick him up if you have, if you're in a deep enough league yeah um, get him now for later right yeah um next game we got the packers versus the vikings this is gonna be a lot of fun packers mm. are favored by one over under 46 and a half packers i'm starting devondre campbell Rashawn gary preston smith and Kenny Clark in defensive tackle required leagues. Um, maybe Adrian Amos, too. He's always a, a solid safety, too, for you. Um, on the radar, I'm going to wait on Quay Walker. I love Quay Walker, of course, but I'm going to, unless you're in league three, start four linebackers. I mean, you know, he's worth to start there, but um, I just want to wait. I do think that he is going to get a decent amount of snaps this year. I mean, he looked great in the preseason, um, but we know, we know the narrative. They they only use one linebacker there in in Green Bay, so um, we're just gonna wait. We're gonna wait. We're so we're so Douglas always a great corner option. He was a baller last year, and then Devontae Wyatt, a guy that I'm really curious to see how how he starts his career out. Um, on the Vikings side, you know, Daniel Hunter, obviously, mm. uh, Zadarius Zadarius Smith. I'm I'm okay firing up Zadarius Smith. I'm not worried at all about him. Um, Eric Kendricks. Jordan Hicks, both quality starts, I think. Uh, and then, of course, you're starting you're starting Harrison Smith. 
Um, and then you, if you want to be sneaky, if you be a little sneaky boy, you know, Cameron Bynum seems like he's going to be the starter. I know yep. a lot of people are hyped about Lewis Singh, but I think they're going to, you know, Cameron Bynum has it on tape. He's a good player. He he was awesome last year when he got an opportunity. So um, it sounds like Lewis Singh didn't beat him out this year. So Bynum is going to start the year. How long does that continue? I don't know. But um, Johnny was telling me earlier that he's listed as a cornerback in a few of his leagues. So, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, he's a must add. Yeah, um, and scene is questionable too, so that should make you feel even better about it. Like, you know, should be fine. Yep, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, last year, scene had like some. I'm pretty sure he had like a 30 point game. He only got really a chance to start in like two or three, but whenever he was out there, he was extremely productive. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Buying him, yeah. No, I got you. So yeah, he had a pick that first game. It was for COVID for Harrison Smith. He had a pick and like mm-hmm. ten tackles, and then a sack and like seven tackles. Like the the two weeks he was out there, so he definitely impressed in the opportunities he got. Uh, and just real quick, this is, I mean, you know, this, you're a Vikings fan. Every time these guys meet, it's a freaking offensive explosion. Uh, yep. so yeah, Jair, Razul, Cameron Dantzler, um. You know, any of the usual suspects, this is a good spot to uh, start them cornerback-wise. Okay, moving along to the Raiders versus the Chargers. This is such a fun game here. Uh, mm-hmm. Chargers are favored by three and a half, over under 52 and a half. J.C. Jackson, doubtful with the ankle. So, I mean, Chargers are already down. They're their best corner. Um, which Raiders am I starting? I'm not starting a lot. There's a lot of question marks on this team. I'm starting Max Crosby. I'm starting Chandler Jones. I like Denzel Perryman as the LB three, but outside of that, I'm not really um, I'm not really trusting anybody. I'm not going to put Jalen Brown out there. I like Divine Diablo, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see on him. Um, Blau Nichols, Abram, he's still there. He's a solid option for you at safety, of course. Um, yep. But yeah, Malcolm Koontz and Dynasty, but you know, there's just uh, there's a lot of unknown there with the new regime in town and everything. So uh, I I don't want to get too cute with, with the Raiders uh, chargers. I'm starting chargers. What a, what an awesome defense. Now, Joey Bosa, the Khalil Mack, the Derwin James, the uh, on the insides, you got Sebastian Joseph day. Great option for you in the pits attack or required leagues. Um, don't they have Austin Johnson as well? Yeah. And Tillery. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they got an amazing, they, they had the outside, you know, they didn't do much at linebacker, but they they had a great offseason. Um, linebacker, Drew Tranquil, who I think is questionable for the game. That'll be something to monitor. Um, Troy Reader, if he's potentially out, I mean, you know, he's got familiarity with the system there. I, I added him in a bunch of places because Kenneth Murray sucks. Yep. <laughs> Let's start yep. with that. And then, yeah, uh, what's his face? Um, Staley. Uh, Oh, tranquil is is made of glass. So yeah. you know, between those two things, it's only a matter of time before a reader gets some serious run here. Yeah. I mean, and remember, you know, Staley was with Reader at the Rams and he handpicked him and brought him in here to Los Angeles. So I mean, it's a guy that knows his system, knows what to expect. Yeah, I mean, and Troy Reader, anytime he gets an opportunity to do that dude just eats tackles. So um yeah, he could he could be one of those league winning types, you know. If if he if they give him like a real chance, he, we look back and he somehow has ended up playing eighty percent of the snaps. I mean, Troy Reader is gonna 
soak up some tackles. So he should be on your radar. Um, I, I love Nasir Adderley there too. I think he's a great safety. Probably not going to trust him though for IDP. Um, I think that's about it. What about the corners filling in? I mean, this is a great matchup for him. Um, wh- who they got there? Yeah, this is a. Uh... You know, I, I wrote it like a you know a few days ago, so I don't know who the backups are. But uh, Asante Samuel is still there, so that looks good. Um, Nate Hobbs, all the other guys uh, on on the Raiders, like the j- just go check my article. It's it's got the the names in it. Um, the Chargers apparently give up uh, the most points to opposing uh, corners in the league last year too, which I didn't know that. That's uh, something that uh gary tipster told me and i was like huh that actually makes a lot of sense because when i think back on it last year yeah stream stream corner against the chargers you're gonna be fine <laughs> do you have a um do you have an opinion on on who comes out of that afc west oh jesus i know man wow what a bloodbath uh it's probably the chargers chargers who are do the other teams who makes the wild card out of the afc west uh, Chiefs for sure. Um, and then coin flip between Broncos and Raiders. I don't think statistically, I know all four can go, but that's not going to happen. Too many things have to happen in order for that to happen that aren't going to. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I would probably give the edge to Denver as that third team right now. But what do you yeah. think? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm going back and forth. I mean, you know, Las Vegas made the playoffs last year and yeah. they added they added Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. Uh that's that's tough. I mean, and you got a better coach in there now. You know, they had they did that despite all the toxic shit go, you know, swirling around them last year was Gruden. So um I don't know, man. I do love that Las Vegas Raiders team. They have a lot of fun players. I love Hunter Renfro. Josh Jacobs is probably gonna be pretty good this year, too. Um I don't know. That's tough. I I went Broncos in the uh, on the so this this week, but I don't know. It is a coin flip, like you said. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be great, great fun division. Love it. All right. Also, I didn't even mention. I noticed a few other names on here. DJ Wanham. We'll see what type of role he gets there in Minnesota. Um, and then Brian Osamoa, someone that we're gonna keep on our radar for dynasty. I don't think where he's gonna have much shot this year with with Jordan Hicks and, and Eric Kendricks as a way, but you know, injury happens. Um, maybe he could see an opportunity giants versus the tight ones. Tight ones are favored by five and a half over under 44. Kayvon Thibodeau is doubtful with a knee injury. And then this one was a surprise day. Aziz Ojulari, he's doubtful with a calf injury. So not the way you want to start the year Mm-mm. for, uh, for the giants. When yeah. what was it kind of an easy, you know, one of the, Probably their easier matchups. I don't think the tight ones are going to be that good this year. So not a lot of options for us there on New York. You know, we we know the news about Blake Martinez getting released. So obviously we're going to start Tay Crowder, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Xavier, Xavier McKinney, he's, he was wearing the green dot a lot in the preseason. He's a, he's a must start. Leonard yep. Williams is, is likely a must start for you. Um, and then guys that are on my radar, you know, Julian Love, what's his role look like? Micah McFadden, their fifth round pick this year. Dane Belton. Um, who is that third safety, you know, and, and their their rookie from this past draft. What what type of role does he get? Um anyone yeah. else you're you're focused on for the Giants? 
Yeah, I mean, McKinney's the big one. I I feel like he's in for a great year. Uh, Crowder, warm body production, gotta have it. And uh, Julian Love, yep. Yeah, I mean, if he is, in fact, that other starting safety, he's a corner in a lot of places, and that's a beautiful thing. So, yeah. Yeah, another guy that was just dumb, cheap, all offseason in those best balls we did. Um, on the tight one side, uh, poor one out for our board. Harold Landry, that was tough to see. Ugh, I know. I hate to see that, man. And that's a, just a brutal blow for Tennessee. He was lacking a lot of playmakers. So, you know, I mean, Danico Autry, no thank you. But, I mean, you can – he had like 10 sacks last year, you know. So, I mean, if, it, if the league's deep enough, he's an option. as like a DL4 type for you. Um, Jeffrey Simmons, obviously, yep, you're starting that dude. I, I, think, I think he's going to really level up this year. I could see him, you know being looked at as like the the next behind Aaron Donald after after this year. So um great option for you always. Linebacker, of course, David Long. You're firing him up. We're expecting big things from him. Um you, you know, Zach Cunningham, we'll see what type of share he gets. But I mean he's extremely efficient with his tackles always. Always has a very he, high tackle rate. Yeah, you, you just can't play him in all twenty two because he's he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh and you know Honestly, though, all twenty-two, it is very hard to find any linebackers that are good. Uh, <laughs> there's not a lot had, of good linebackers in the league. I had Milano uh, last night. One. Yeah, that worked out well. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, my linebackers are terrible. I went really young in in our draft. I, I, um, I've got like Quay Walker, Troy Anderson. Can't remember who else I've got. But yeah, I, I went with the I went with the youth movement. So we'll probably be looking for some linebackers on the waivers uh, after the first week. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great setup, everyone. If you if you uh, haven't tried all twenty two, really excited about that this year. Me and Johnny are in a league together with a lot of other uh, folks in the IDP community, and we had a blast with the draft. And it's it's just been a lot of fun, just learning and thinking about a new format. Yeah, different different way to. Uh... I mean, you know, any anytime you get outside your comfort zone with leagues like this, it just makes you better across the board because now you've learned an entire other way to think about things. And who knows when that's going to come around and help you with standard fantasy at some point, because uh, it very well may. Yes, sir. Uh, so next game we got, we got the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. This is OK. This is the last late game of the day. Uh, J.J. Watt is questionable um so i don't know you're probably not starting him chiefs i'm going to be starting chris jones nick bolton justin reed legerius need and then frank clark in deeper leagues he was a great value all off season he's apparently rededicated himself um i'm okay throwing frank clark out there and plus he did get caught with a uzi in his lambo and that is extremely <laughs> tight uh on the radar uh furious george Karloftis, dude what a nickname <laughs> Will's up. After I've, I learned that about about him, I uh, I'm all in on this guy, Furious George. But he he's looked great, man. He's got a lot of talent around him. I mean, he's he's um he's he's performed pretty well in the preseason so far. So I mean, this could be a guy that really surprises you, and he's uh, maybe out there on your waivers. But um, 
Who else on the Kansas City side, Johnny? Well, well, here's the thing. Mc, McDuffie would be great, but we don't know because it's a rookie. Because uh, Kerry Elam last night, it looked like it was locked and loaded, right? Like that that had all the makings of the perfect streaming matchup, and uh, he walked away with like two or three tackles. Um, so maybe wait a week if it's a rookie when it comes to the corner streams. And like Sneed, Sneed is perfect. Sneed's going to be great, but I would maybe give it a minute on the other guy there. Um, and then, yeah, Cardinals, some great options on the Cardinals. Who we got over there? Yeah, on the Cardinals, I mean, you're you're, um, you're probably not going to start J.J. Watt this week. Marcus Golden, though, I think he's a fine start. He's severely underrated, like he has been his whole career in the NFL. Um, linebacker, it's, it's a definite scary situation at linebacker. I mean, it's David Collins. I believe in Zayvon Collins. I'm one of the big leaders of the hashtag Zayvon season movement. Um, but we're scared to death, obviously putting him out there. I mean, they're, we've, they've been weird. We've been hurt in the past. You know, we're, um, our guard is definitely up, but I do feel good about Zayvon Collins. I'm okay rolling him out there if you, you know, as a linebacker three this week. Um, and if he doesn't get the staff we're looking for, he's, he goes back to the bench until he does. Isaiah Simmons, I think you're you're starting that guy. I mean, um, he gets the defensive back tag and sleeper now. That's a little silly in my opinion, but, you know, that makes it, that makes him a must-start defensive back. Right. Um, right. But that was weird. Um, and then, you know, it, Nick Vigil was a guy that, could benefit from Zayvon Collins, but we're not going to start Nick Vigil week one. We're going to wait. Yeah, we're going to wait. Right. So, so if it's not Simmons, you just stay the hell away from the linebackers this week. You grab a bunch of Nick Vigil for free, and then if that doesn't, if that's not the case, then you you blast them out the airlock and move on, and you're fine with your Zayvon shares. Yeah, and then safety. You know, one of the one of the best safety teams in the league. You're starting both these both. guys, Jalen yeah. Thompson and Buda Baker. Um, I think I saw where Byron Murphy may be hurt, questionable. Uh, for Arizona. He, he was fine the other day. Let me check real quick because that would not be great because he's in a perfect stream. That, that is like shit. You're right. Um, it just says questionable. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. But if he can't go, Marco Wilson, Trayvon Mullen are both locked and loaded also. So, you know, any of those three. It's a great matchup. So um, moving on to the Sunday night game, we got the Bucks versus your boys, Johnny. The Tampa Bay Bucks are favored by two and a half points. This is an over under of 50 and a half. Uh, does Dallas have O-line issues? I think I saw that. They got some guys I, out. I have, I have 100 bucks on Tampa money line so far, and I'm probably putting more on that. That's yeah. that tells you everything you need to know about this right now. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it sounds like it's a good matchup for Tampa Bay pass rushers. So Bucks, I'm going to be starting Shaq Barrett, um, of course. Uh, Joe Tryon, I think he's an he's an he's a pretty solid little start for you. Um, Levante David, of course. Devin White, of course. Antoine Winfield. Um, that's probably about it on the radar. We're going to keep. We're going to keep watching the safety battle between Mike Edwards and Logan Ryan, who, you know, we know Logan Ryan was released recently, uh, but they brought him back. So um, what type of role does he have? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, 
What are we seeing at corner for Tampa Bay, Johnny? They oh, have some nice guys. Carlton Davis this week. That is uh chef's kiss. That's that's perfect. That's I, I've got him going in half of my leagues. <laughs> yeah, Carlton Davis is great, dude. And he don't give a shit. I like the way he plays a lot. He's a fun player. So yeah, great option there. They also have what? Is Jamal Dean still there? Yep. Yep. He's the second best option. He'll play also a hundred percent of snaps and Murphy Bunting will be at like 60, 70%. So deeper leagues only for him. There you go. Uh, Dallas, not going to be starting a lot of Cowboys either. Only ones I'm really looking at Micah Parsons, Demarcus yep. Lawrence, oh, Jaron yeah. Curse. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, we'll see what happens with Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler, I'm interested in that second linebacker there, I guess, maybe between Jabril Cox and uh, Leighton Vander Esch. But um, also, I guess, the who's going to be that second safety there now that Xavier Woods is gone? Oh, I have no, no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He was he was Minnesota last year. I'm blanking out. That was two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sa- yeah, I don't know. Um, we shall see. But there's also Hooker and Donovan Wilson. Yeah, Anthony Barr's there, too, for just circling back to linebacker real quick. So that second inside linebacker is just a freaking mess. We'll have to see how that works out. And they have great corner options. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trayvon is locked and loaded. Uh, Anthony Brown might even be a better option, like, to be perfectly frank, um, because no one cares about throwing at Anthony Brown, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So he he was super productive last year. And Jordan Lewis, too. Although the only thing with Lewis is he's going to play like 70% of snaps. So you're going to lose a little bit of playing time. But he was so productive last year that, like, it probably doesn't matter, to be honest with you. Yeah. If if you're in defensive defensive tackle required leagues, that OC, Ozigit or whatever, (laughs) he's a solid option for you. Yeah, Z- oh, Ziggy Zugawua. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Yep. That guy, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, I saw where Jerry Jones was talking about, you know, they really they really miss Randy Gregory, so that's not doesn't sound like a very... Uh, it was so coastline. stupid. They, 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 they offered the same money as Denver. Denver offered like a million more or something. It was nothing. It was literally nothing, and Jerry just wouldn't budge being Jerry. Um, yeah, that and letting Cooper go for nothing, mm. uh, you know, I'd, whatever season's over. Hasn't even started yet. Season's over. So you're not feeling good. Are you, are you guys a playoff team this year? You think? No, May, maybe a wild card team just cause the NSC is not yeah. what it used, used to be, but Eagles win that division and Dallas makes a first round exit if they go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel you. I don't really have a lot of confidence in them. I feels like the Eagles. You know, they've gotten so much they've better. Some, they've made some really nice additions, man. Both sides of the ball, too. Uh, the Bradbury thing went right under the radar with the A.J. Brown signing. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just, they're just, they're beefy inside, dude. I mean, Jordan Davis, Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox is still there. I mean, that is, that's, yeah. that's really nice. Um, Yeah, we'll see. So. Last game on the list here. It is Monday night. Boy, this is uh this game could be much better. Denver yeah. <laughs> versus Seattle over under 45. Denver is favored by six and a half. That seems a little low. Um, Broncos, I'm starting. Josie Jewell, who I think popped up on the injury report today. Um, if he plays, yes, I'm starting him, but you may want to go ahead and hedge because I mean this. 
this is Monday night. So, I mean, we can't really, if you have better options and you might, I mean, Josie Jewel, the guy you definitely got as a value. Um, if you have better options, you may want to go ahead and just use them just because we don't know for sure that he's going to play and we're going to, we're going to have to wait. Now, fortunately, if you do get in a pickle, you can probably pick up Alex Singleton or Jonas Griffith. So if Josie Jewel doesn't go, those guys are going to have really big roles. Um, but, you know, outside of that, Justin Simmons, Patrick yep. Sertain. Yep. Um, and this is not even really like a great Sertain game. Like the, the six and a half spread here, that could be how many passes Geno Smith completes over or under. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Very true, man. Yeah. Sertain, just one of those guys that you're just putting him out there just because he's such a good player and he can hopefully make a play for you. Oh yeah, um, he he could he could do a ninety nine yard interception pick six and win you your yeah. week e- easily. Yeah, yeah. On the radar, Baron Browning, a guy that I'm really interested in this year, just because he made the switch to edge, uh, and he did very well in the preseason. Uh, and then of course you know Bradley Chubb, always interested in him. I mean, the guy that was like the what a top five pick at one point hasn't really lived up to the hype, but yeah. supposedly healthy at this point. We'll see. Um, and then you know. Jermont Jones, Nick Benito, guys like that. We'll, we'll keep them on our radar, but anyone else I'm missing here? No. Most of the plays here are on the Seattle side, yeah. Yeah, on the Seattle side. Um, Yuchin Owusu, he's a great play for you, I think. I, I'm expecting big things out of him. This isn't probably the best matchup, although Russ does take sacks occasionally, and yep. maybe there, maybe it takes a little bit to get things figured out there. Um Linebacker, obviously, we're going to be starting uh, Jordan Brooks, Cody Barton. Um, did you know that, that? Did you know that the backup, primary backup for both those guys, is a fullback, Nick Belor? <laughs> no, I had no idea, and me either, because Brooks was questionable the other day, and I was trying to get a backup option in this all IDP league. And I every depth chart I checked, three or four of them said Nick Belor. I'm like, all right, I'll add Nick Belor can't add him all idp league he's a fullback so i'm I'm, I'm like well how come this guy's name isn't here and then i wikipedia him he's a fullback they they don't have a true backup well that's uh (laughs) that's not good i would i wouldn't think for a team i mean (laughs) you don't have a third linebacker dude it makes no (laughs) sense like check it out after the show it's the weirdest looking thing i've ever seen Yeah, so not not great there in Seattle. That team, man, what a dumpster fire. Well, um, yeah. But, you know, they're just a quarterback away. You got some great pieces there. Kenneth Walker, I think he's going to do very well once he gets his opportunity. DK Metcalf, still DK Metcalf. Um, Noah Fant, young, young and upcoming tight end. So, I mean, they just need a quarterback, which, I mean, they're going to bottom out this year and probably get themselves one. I think it's yeah. a good draft for quarterbacks, right? Yeah, they're going to get plowed for Stroud. Yeah, that's a great that's a great little saying. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, what are you doing with Jamal this week? Are you so check this out? This this redraft league I've been in for like a decade. Uh, you can only start two safeties, and it's a 12, 12 person league. So top twenty four get taken. Jamal Adams did not get drafted this year. That's that's how little people think of him these days. I I had Winfield Junior. in like uh, Harrison Smith or something. So I wasn't going to wow. consider it. But yeah, he went undrafted. That's how far he's bottomed out. Wild. That that is that's crazy. 
I don't think he should. I, I still think he's a top 10 option. I mean, the, he's going to get some tackles there this year. He's just, it's always been a health thing with him lately. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Last year, he was, the usage was weird, a down year, but then he got hurt again. But I mean, he was coming on before he got hurt. I, I think, yeah, I think he's still fine. I mean, you know, they're going to play him there. He's, he's going to, he's going to, they don't have a lot of talent. Not that I'm saying Jamal Adams is really that talented, but, um, He's they're gonna you know he's a sunk cost at this point. They paid that dude a lot of money. They gave him a lot of draft picks. He's gonna be out there. So yeah, I think he's still a fine option. You should definitely go pick him up, Johnny. That's that's wild, dude. I've never seen him like he was still going top ten for us <laughs> in most of those yeah. basketballs. Yeah, I just I just checked. I have McKinney and Winfield, so I'm good. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's understandable. But a nice death piece if you can if you can afford it. Yeah, if I can fit him in. Um, I do like Sidney Jones this week. Um, it, but I don't know. What do you think? Does Denver, do they need to pass all over the place to just murder Seattle? I don't think they do. I, I think they could probably just run them into dust. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But, I mean, narrative speaking, Russ is going to want to cook, right? I mean, they yeah. didn't let that dude cook for his basically his entire career. They, they never really unleashed him. So I think he's going to want to go up and, and maybe embarrass him a little bit, you know. That's what I would want to do if I was Russ. But right. um, that dude's an absolute weirdo. So there's no telling what's going on inside <laughs> of his brain. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? Um, but, yeah, that's it, folks. That is what we got going on this week, man. I think we did a pretty decent little job of of touching on everyone that's that's relevant and that we would – be focused on and looking at, you know, don't get too cute. Just the projections are there for you for a reason. I mean, if, if that's. And they're, and they're not always all correct, right? Like keep that in mind too. Like if it feels weird, skip it, go with something safer. This it, this is not the week to screw around. It's just like championship week. We, we've got no information to go off of besides like beat writers and training camp. That's not real information. Wait till we get snaps, then adjust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm really looking forward to our next preview just because we're going to have some data to pull from. We're going to actually right. have some, some information and, and be able to make better and more informed decisions. But you know, yeah, a lot of this stuff right now is just a lot of guesswork, but me and Johnny, we ain't never been scared. So we don't give a damn. We'll get out here and, 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 and give some projections and give some, you know, just some some wild thoughts and takes. So um, thank you all for joining us. This was a lot oh, of fun. Always love year. talking ball with you. Oh, listen. okay. Never mind. We got to do some listener questions. That's right. I forgot. This is a new thing we're doing this year, folks. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs> no worries. I got you. That's why I Coach, wrote the reminder. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, okay. Let's start off from the top here. Uh, and we kind of discussed this. But I, I, it's really the second part of the question that I want to get to. Um, Lewis Seen or Cameron Bynum? What's the latest? And big and here. Does Addy prefer Raisin Canes or Chick Fil A? Mm. Well, it's 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 Cameron Bynum. We already covered that. But I got to try Raisin Canes when I was mm. out on my Ohio trip, and good God, the Texas toast, the chicken, the dipping sauce, the the fries, like everything was so delicious. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's really good, man. It's really good. We, um, we got one here during the Corona times and I went a little too crazy on it. I think I was, boy, I was eating there maybe like twice a week. 
got a little burnt out on it. I really haven't been frequenting it as much lately. So um, it's definitely going to be Chick-fil-A for me if I'm choosing between the two. And also it's just, it's a variety thing. You know, I, I think if you're talking about Tinder versus Tinder, I think Canes does the Tinders better. But mm. I'm not looking at just getting Tinders typically these days. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm big into the wraps at Chick-fil-A. I love the nuggets. Um, mm. I love the chicken sandwiches. I mean, also, oh, yeah. you know, Chick-fil-A has a whole breakfast menu. So, I mean, it's hard to compete with, you know, when, when Chick-fil-A has all this variety. Um, but yeah, Canes is great. They understand what they do well and, and they stick to it. But yeah, Chick-fil-A, it's the goat. It's the, it's the one-on-one. Also like the staff. Oh yeah. Great. The, always, the nicest people. So always professional that they, they care. Like it's, it's, it's kind of weird, especially for me, a Northeast person. Cause we, we hate everything and we're naturally right. mean people. Um, so like all these nice, like people, it's kind of weird. It, it's, but it, you can get used to it. It's like, Oh, this is, this is kind of nice actually. Like I don't have to be a dick all the time. It's kind of, kind of cool. Yeah, man, it's crazy. They they just I don't know what they do. I, they I think they like stalk like youth groups and stuff, and they just <laughs> clean out the entire youth group. And I mean, that's who they hire. Seriously, it's a bunch of really good people in there. But I don't like that they say my pleasure. I don't like that. I'd prefer them not saying that. Just say anything but that. I don't want to think about pleasure. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want. I don't want someone to say that to me. So that only that's the only gripe I have. I wish they would find a different little saying, but, but yeah, man, there's a goat. They're gonna be and they're just growing and growing and growing and growing. You guys got any up your way yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When we first got it, they had to set up a cop and like a traffic stop type deal, like for traffic. And yeah, it was insane. Yeah, we're getting our third one here, dude. We have, wow. we have three here now. It was Chicken City, baby. It ain't no joke. We say it, you know, a lot. <laughs> it's the truth. We love our chicken here. So chicken capital of the world. Everyone get down to Bowling Green if you can. All right. Moving on to our next question. This is from Ange Buxton, a.k.a. Bucks Wild, one of my favorite league mates. Any sense into hanging on to Blake Martinez and Dynasty? Um, this question is specifically for RSO where he is under contract for kind of a lot. So brutal. That's a tough situation. I mean, if he's over, if he's over, you know, $10 million in RSO, I think he could IR him and free up some of that cap space and use that cap space for other things. I I don't mind that at all. Cause yeah, I mean, it ain't good. It ain't good that he got cut. You know, I mean, it's, um, he's, it's looking like he could be on the, the, Zach Cunningham, Jalen Smith trajectory. I mean, it's uh, it's not it's not a good thing. And he was never he was never that great of a linebacker. Some people cap for this guy like he was a good linebacker. He's fine. He's a compiler, but I mean, he ain't that special. And NFL teams don't really care about these linebackers like they used to. So, yeah, this is not good for his value. I mean, he, he's I think LB thirty ish for us in Dynasty. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you have a chance to free up some cap, I'd probably free up some cap. Um, but yeah, maybe he lands somewhere. I mean, there are some teams that are going to need some linebackers, so I mean, he could still have some value for for twenty twenty two, but not I long term. Yeah, it just depends, Ange. If you're in a if you're in you know if you need the cap space, 
IR him. But if you're fine, which I think you might be, I feel like you have a lot of cap space. Hold on to him just because, I mean, if he does land in a primo situation, I mean, he could still have value for you. Um, but yeah, long-term, you need to get out of that deal if you can. And you're probably IRing, putting the guy on IR next year to free up the salary. So good question there. We got another one. What are we doing with Jalen Ramsey this week? So we're definitely late on that. But Jalen Ramsey is a must start um, every single week. And and definitely because he's playing that star role now. So he's playing that that's that equals slot, the star role. So we know that most of the productive corners for IDP play the slot. And that's really what made Jalen Ramsey relevant once he moved to that star role. So yes, Jalen Ramsey needs to be in your lineup every single week. And also, I'm afraid Jalen Ramsey may be hitting that cliff. And we've seen the best of his career. Um, he's not as good as he once was. We see it happen all the time to these elite corners. They fall off, and when they do, they fall off quick. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, you Johnny? know, th- this is actually a relevant question because it, I, I know this was asked about yesterday's game, which he did fine. Six solos is A-OK for a corner. We'll take that. Um, but but this, if we look at this now in the present, Falcons is the next game, right? And that, that becomes a relevant question then. What do we do with Jalen Ramsey in a less than ideal uh, stream, right? Against probably a god-awful passing attack that uh, is not going to be good. Uh, and I, I think you still start him. Um, it's less likely that he's going to have that good uh, tackle pass defense floor, but he could still, you know, get an interception, get a pick six, um, you know, make a big play. Uh, and yeah, because of the star role, because of where he lines up and because of his natural talent, I still wouldn't sit him unless you have a better option. And with RSO, I know it's harder for you guys to stream because you got to sign contracts and stuff. You can't just dump a guy to waivers and grab someone. It's not that easy. Uh, so, you know, unless that's something you can do, I would just live with it and play Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Yep. Agree. Uh, this is from Lewis Howell. Cody Barton or Rashawn Gary? Well, um, let's see. Against a strong Denver offense. Okay, there, I don't understand this question. There's <laughs> a lot of time within it. <laughs> okay, so he's saying saying Barton or Gary. Uh, Barton is going against a strong Denver offense. It's going to run a lot and probably dominate time of possession. And um, Rashawn Gary is going against the 29th ranked offensive line. So the odds are good. He'll get a sack. So for me, Mm -hmm. it's a personal preference thing, right? Do you want a combined tackle floor that you know you're getting for sure? Or do you want to flip a coin and hope you get a sack? And for me, it's always the combined tackle floor. It has never been a question for me. I would rather know I'm getting points than hope I'm getting points. Yeah, I agree. We want that floor. We want those guaranteed tackles. We don't want to hope for a sack. Um, yep, I agree. That's I mean, Cody Barton's, you know, he's a he's a top 20 linebacker for you this year. Um, and we love Rashawn Gary, but again, oh, yeah, just, yeah. And it, it, it's a great matchup, too. De- Denver is probably going to be on offense for like 43 minutes on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly right, man. Um, so good question there from Lewis. Uh, next one we got is. From our boy, Boo Bam. Uh, need to start two linebackers, two defensive backs, and then two flex from this list. All right, so the list. Jordan Hicks, TJ Edwards, Dre Greenlaw, David Long, Kenneth Murray, Justin Simmons, Jerron Curse, Xavier McKinney, Tracy Walker, Jaquan Brisker. 
So let's start with the linebackers. Again, Jordan Hicks, TJ Edwards, Troy Greenlaw, David Long, Kenneth Murray. For me. Edwards, for sure. Edwards and Long, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm a little worried about the Giants just having enough offense for him to eat. I was thinking more Hicks, to be honest. But that's a coin flip. Longer Hicks, but Edwards for sure. Yeah, Edwards for sure. Um, And then at defensive back, we have... Justin Simmons, Jerron Curse, Xavier McKinney, Tracy Walker, Brisker. Well, McKinney, absolutely. Sure. Yep. Then Jaron Curse, probably. Yeah, that's the best matchup. Uh, but Bucks offense is going to have plenty to eat. That's for sure. Yeah, and by everything I've been reading, Jaron Curse, they're they're kind of uh, thinking of him as one of the centerpieces of, of that defense. So they like him a lot. He was very productive last year. Was a top twelve safety. So we've already seen it. Um, yeah, curse is going to get good usage as well. Um, so yeah, I'd go curse and I'd go Xavier McKinney, but you got great defensive backs there, man. That's a really nice problem to have a defensive back. Mm, that's an embarrassment of riches. Yep. And that's how defensive back usually can work for you. I mean, you know, I don't see a lot of guys that he really had to overpay for. I'd say he probably, you know, the most he had to spend was for Xavier McKinney and, uh, yeah, all those guys are great values, and that's a great reason why you wait for defensive back. Yep. All right, we got another one here. This is from Gian uh, Gian <laughs> Macri. Um, this may be yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. That's if he's... The, it's Macri. <laughs> I guess I don't know though if Aaron likes to play a lot of games a lot. You know, um, <laughs> could be him posing as Macri. I don't know. All okay. right, so F. Mary and kill boy, this is tough. Aaron Donald, Danielle Hunter, Miles Garrett. Who are you effing? Who are you marrying? Who are you murdering? And how are you going to murder? And how are you murdering? (laughs) I love that. I love that. So, uh, I'm ready. I want to F, um, Aaron Donald, just so I can say that I did, because that'll Mm -hmm. give me lots of street cred. Um, true alpha, true alpha. If you F Aaron Donald. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'd marry Miles Garrett. That's a great bodyguard right there. Anyone messes mm-hmm. with me, they're getting a helmet over the head. Um, and I love Daniil Hunter, but I'd have to kill Daniil Hunter uh, just to put him out of his friggin' misery. Uh, probably just a you know just a bullet to the forehead, just because you know he can't can't stay healthy and he keeps letting us down. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like what's that uh, what's that book where they where the uh, where they shoot the the guy. Um, you know what I'm talking about. They make you read it in school. He's like a big dummy and he, and he like kills the blonde lady. So they take him out behind the barn and blow his brains out. That's what I would do to, to Neil Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure of the title of this book, but I'm very interested in it. I would love for you to find this title for us. I want to read this. I'm going like to look sounds, while you, while you talk yours here. Sounds like a pretty effed up book to read in school, though. They made you read this at school. Is that what you said? Of, of mice and men. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> or, or it was like that Walking Dead meme where uh, Carol uh, shoots little girl and she's like, just look at the flowers. And then just <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. That's, that's tough. All those guys are I like all these guys. Yeah, we love them. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have, I don't really have anything to add. I guess I do the same. I mean, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have Aaron Donald, of course. 
uh miles garrett i mean yeah he's he's uh he's miles garrett he's younger daniel hunter he's the only one that's really wronged us lately <laughs> i have to kill him and i've got to kill him with the icicle a really sharp icicle because it's the perfect murder no evidence no evidence that's right you could go like agent 47 style and use an icicle bullet you know what i mean <laughs> that's a good idea now we're thinking now we're thinking yeah 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 all right let's see is that all of them we got no we have a few more okay uh Shannon woods was preached was preseason just an experiment or will chin really play deep more or are the panthers maybe going to be treating their safeties like the rams and the safety that plays the sweet spot will depend on the read each play yeah i mean i think I think Xavier Woods is a versatile safety, and I think that they're going to probably – I mean, I don't think that the box usage or the the usage closer to the line of scrimmage, I don't think that's going to improve for Jeremy Chin this year. Um, they don't have to They don't have to use him only in that way. They can switch up what they do with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would expect it to be a, much different from last year. Uh, do I think Chin is still a great option? Yes. So do I think – Xavier Woods is, is a good option as well. Yeah, I think both of them are fine. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be too worried either way, really. Right, right. Woods, I feel like, is going to have a more defined role where Chin's going to be more like the Carolina version of Derwin. He just does a little of everything and goes where they need him to go, depending on the situation. Yep. But, yeah, it's something we will definitely be paying close attention to and something we will be um, keen in on every single week. Um, and then the last question from our boy, Evan Ronda, which ambiguous situations are you most excited to see clearly in week one? So off the top of the head, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in the Atlanta linebacker situation. Mm. Um, Niners second linebacker. Yep. Um, whether or not Anthony Walker still plays as much as he did last year with Jack really coming into his own, I don't think he will. So that that's another one. Uh, we just talked about Chin and Woods. There you go. Yep. There's one. Chin and Woods, the Philadelphia linebackers, what that looks like. Obviously the Green Bay situation there with are they going to use Quay Walker? Um, yep. We're still really interested in the Bobby Wagner-Ernest Jones situation um, just because, you know, we got the week one usage doesn't mean that thing's over. Um, Quincy, yeah. Jamin Davis. Uh, yeah, those are Julian, great ones. Is Julian Love for real? Um, Raiders, entire team. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they got Jayon Brown there, Denzel Perryman, Devon Diablo. I mean, so uh, what does a rotation look like on the Seattle defensive line? Just a lot of things that I'm excited to see shake out. But again, Week one, we're not going to have all the answers. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna need three or four, you know, games. We need a much larger sample size. We don't want to be the the guys that are freaking out over the first week. So um, it, it always it always starts like this. It always starts like this. Everyone's freaking out and running around like chickens with their heads cut off. But by the time playoffs roll around for us, we're gonna be locked in. We're going to know exactly what's happening, exactly what moves to make, and we're going to feel comfortable. Yep. Yep. We will be here with you every step of the way. Nothing nothing has changed on that front. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, thanks guys, so much for, uh, for tuning in, hanging out with us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Johnny, tell the good folks where they can find your info, what you're doing this year, 
all that stuff. Yeah, thanks, buddy. So uh, on Twitter at OrangeMan3142, I write the cornerback corner every Friday at idpguys.org. And I got talked into doing a uh, very vanilla podcast with Gary. <laughs> every, every I don't know, I think it comes out Thursdays. We haven't nailed down when it comes out. It's, it's a bit of a circus, but uh, I'm having a good time. And uh, it's fun working with Gary, so that's cool. <laughs> that's uh, IDP Pros Podcast on the SGPN Network. Uh, yeah, and feel free, DM, whatever. Uh, I mostly want to talk corners, but uh, I'll take other questions, I guess. <laughs> good stuff. And that's all that matters. As long as you're having a good time, that's all that matters. And also, it's uh, I think Johnny's selling a little bit short. Anything Johnny is on or featured in, it's going to be good stuff and stuff that you need to tune into. So always an honor and privilege to chop it up with you, my brother. Uh, and everyone out there, Again, thank you so much for listening. We wish you all the best in your matchups this week. Hit us up with any questions you got. I'm at Adam IDP on the Twitters. Again, we're coming to you twice a week in the feed now. We're going to have the recap show probably on Monday. Maybe we'll do some Sunday night episodes, but definitely Monday. Uh, and then we're going to do the preview every week at, you know, Thursday, Friday, uh, hopefully no later than that. But we're going to be trying to Stay in your ears, give you the best information so you can win your leagues and be prepared every single week. So we love you guys. Thanks for rocking with us. Let's ball out this season. And I was